program of Show Me Your Mic, the podcast about podcasting, which you can find online at goodstuff.fm slash smym or on Twitter at smym underscore fm. I'll pause for a moment so you can go follow that account right now. Go follow it, smym underscore fm. Your life will be made infinitely better if you do. Okay, you're back. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Hansen. For this episode, I've got nobody, actually. It's a solo show. I don't have a guest book this week, but as we all know, consistency is better than honesty or something. So um, I'm being honest about being consistent here, I guess. And so I've got a show I'm going to put out and uh, we'll just wait for the music to finish and then we'll continue our conversation. Okay. See you on the other side. Right. So I've got uh, no guests this week. And uh, it's primarily my fault because I didn't go out and aggressively find a guest, but I haven't had to do that in many months, so I'm a little rusty. <laughs> and uh, and quite honestly, it was a, it was a crazy busy week this week. Um, just some good stuff, stuff happening behind the scenes, I guess, and also just life stuff happening that uh, otherwise normally would be okay to deal with and, and find guests. And, and But I just haven't, uh, mainly because I haven't had to find a guest in a while, um, uh, I'm rusty on the whole pitching of people and it takes process. It's not just something you can do, obviously on the Monday before you have to record on the Tuesday to quickly, generally quickly get a guest. It's, um, can be a bit of back and forth and, and just with my uh, day job stuff, it just didn't work out. So those are my litany of excuses as to why I don't have a guest today, but I'll just say, if you do want to be a guest on the show, me your mic, future episodes, goodstuff.appointlet.com. That's A P P O I N T L E T t.com good stuff is where you can book in for a future episode i'm gonna hopefully uh i'll uh, if i remember to do it after I, I record this open up a few more times i know it's fairly um sort of limiting as far as times that you can book in right now it's basically tuesday mornings and uh, i think i'll take the show maybe less worried about online live streaming of the episodes because uh, generally it's just a couple folks who happen to tune in and uh, so it's more important to get guests than to be live streaming right now anyways with especially with an interview show um, the live stream could be sometimes too distracting anyways so um but yeah like i said still doing a show uh, I thought I'd just talk a little bit sort of behind the scenes with good stuff in a sense of um, just uh, with stuff going on and we're sort of evaluating things and changing things maybe and just re- reevaluating or hosting or CMS or everything kind of just sorting through stuff and maybe using the spring cleaning metaphor uh, to just evaluate. And I think from time to time as podcasters, and we, you hopefully do this in other areas of your life, but it's kind of a good time to sort of check in, see what the processes are that you're using, the systems that you're using, the hosts, the everything that you have from your voice. To, well, you probably won't change your voice too much, but your microphone, your gear, you know, all that stuff and, and just evaluate it. See if there's maybe a slightly more efficient way to do that. And, and sometimes as nerds, I know, um, and maybe, maybe, I don't know if it's unique to the Apple nerd ecosystem, but it kind of tends to be a little bit too extreme the other way of like always evaluating your tools and your apps and the workflows and obsessing over it and tweaking it and spending more time figuring out your workflow than actually doing the thing that you're, you know, the blogging or the podcasting or whatever that you're supposed to be doing. But as podcasters, at least for me, I love obsessing over gear and stuff, but I don't really, I, once I get locked into a system of doing things, I kind of tend to stay there because it just, it gets kind of messy and requires a lot of time to experiment um, with audio because it just takes time. It takes time to record it. It takes time to edit, listen, all that kind of stuff. And so 
All that to say, that's what we're doing right now behind the scenes. Kyle Roderick and myself are sort of evaluating what we do. So for those that don't know, goodstuff.fm, maybe you just listen to Show Me Your Mic and aren't aware, but um, I feel like we talk about it too much, but I'm I'm terrible at self-promotion and, and brand promotion and stuff. And so here's a little bit of how it works. Goodstuff.fm is a website that's a podcast network site, similar to things like 5x5.tv, relay.fm, twit.tv, those kind of sites where it's kind of like a, a collection of shows all together under one roof done by various people, but with a sort of common goal of being like a record label or a TV channel, that kind of thing, radio station broadcasting out. And you have um, camaraderie with other co-hosts, other hosts of other shows that are on the network, as well as using similar tools to put the shows out. And um, yeah, and, and also hopefully there's a bit of sort of bleed or leakage. <laughs> What's a better word? Audience uh, sharing in a, <laughs> in a sense. Terrible words. Um, to with from show to show, so that you listen to show me your mic. Well, maybe you listen to transmission, which is our internet morning show, the internet morning show that you should be listening to here on Good Stuff. And so maybe you'd listen to that and um, and that kind of thing. And so behind the scenes. Um, sort of the one and a half year version of this in two seconds. Adam Clark, Tim Smith, and myself started Good Stuff way back in about just over a year ago. And Adam left uh, end of 2014-ish. And Tim is now stepping down from Good Stuff. But when Adam left, then Kyle Roderick came on board as he was already hosting a show with us, but he then came on board sort of in a ownership role of sorts. And I say ownership a bit with air quotes, like it is a thing that we're building and it's a a business, but it's also like just a, for like for many of you, a hobby and a thing that we're doing alongside our day jobs. So this isn't paying our bills, our major bills anyways, or anything like that. We're all kind of like doing this in addition to having full-time jobs or in my case, running your own business. And so it's, it's a, a secondary hobby project thing and, and it suffers and thrives as a result. So um, so anyways, yeah, Tim's stepping down. So now Kyle Roderick and I are, are manning the ship or personing the ship. And, uh, so along with that comes a time of, like I was saying, sort of evaluating some of this stuff. And the big thing that we, we started doing even before Tim was stepping down and this has nothing to do with Tim stepping down, but that the, the, uh, Tim has reasons good. It's, it's all amicable and, uh, not leaving on bad terms or anything like that. Just so to clear the air, there's sometimes people like to make drama about podcast hosts or, or just people leaving sites and things like that. There's really nothing like that. Um, I'll let Tim explain it more as he wants to, but, um, as he sees fits, I guess, but, um, yeah, it's nothing dramatic or bad in that regard. Um, but what we started doing is sort of before, even before Tim left, like I said, is evaluating our hosting for where we host our files. And so up till now, we've been using Amazon S3 for hosting all this, all the episodes that you see, all the great episodes that you hear on good stuff from every show, all hosted on a single Amazon S3 bucket, which allows us to use our custom made CMS built by Tim um, and friends and use that to uh, adjust the metadata and stuff automatically on the fly. So you just have to enter it once into the CMS and then it automatically throws it onto the MP3 file for you, adds the artwork, all that kind of stuff, and uh, basically makes for a really easy, um, really easy way for podcasters to set up shows. And especially, you know, like in the case of 
good stuff here where we've got a lot of different shows and a lot of um, folks who maybe aren't as savvy with how to edit metadata for files and stuff. And it makes it really easy for them just to use a CMS that, that takes care of all that stuff for them. And so that's why we use Amazon S3. The problem with Amazon S3, as you you may be aware, as a host for media files is it can get expensive. The plus side is it can be very cheap. <laughs> so plus it has, like I said, a lot of the API kind of software hooks in it. Um, and so I have a little bit of a, I'm, I've been working on a sort of pros and cons of various hosts that are out there. And so I thought I'd sort of do a verbal <laughs> pros and cons and maybe somebody listening would have some great ideas or thoughts to add to it. And I'd love to hear that. Uh, love your comments and thoughts. I'm well aware that there's plenty of podcasts out there in the sort of podcast tutorial genre, how to podcast with intense comparisons of all this stuff. That's fine. That's great for them. This is just more of an internal introspective look at this and sharing it with uh, the Show Me Your Mic audience. So bear with me. Anyways, Amazon S3 can be expensive, especially as a show gets more popular, you start paying more per download because it's pennies per download on each file, which is great when you've got a few hundred downloads. But then as a show starts getting popular into the thousands of downloads, it starts to add up, obviously, and that's where they make their money. And, and that's fine. Um, and it also, like I said, it allows us to use their API to adjust files, the MP3 files as they're going to S3 and uh, set that up and but it does require some custom programming custom knowledge that maybe the average podcaster to use s3 as a host doesn't actually have like myself <laughs> um and so and you also would have to sort of build which we have um is a some sort of custom stat tracker or use a stat tracking service alongside your files um things like that um another host that's around that's been around for a while is libsyn with what's nice with them is it's a flat fee. You just based on how much how many files you're going to host per month, basically the the megabytes you're going to host per month, you get a flat fee from them. They're really good at it. They host the files. You have FTP access if you want. You don't just have to use a web uploader. Um, but you do have to add your own metadata and stuff to the files, um, and it's easy to sort of interface with as far as it's a direct file URL that you can just grab and post anywhere if you maybe syndicate your show somewhere or you're moving from one podcast web host website to another and moving from one network to another really easy to generally to um, just grab the file and, and link to it from somewhere else. Um, and so it's expensive initially, but in the long run, it actually can be cheaper as long as you are okay with basically paying indefinitely for your podcast to be out there um, is sort of, Libsyn's plus and minus in my mind where you're you might be paying 15 bucks a month and it doesn't matter how many times your show gets downloaded it could be downloaded 100,000 times and you're still just paying 15 bucks a month whereas with S3 that would be very expensive but you're also paying forever even once your show stops being downloaded you have to keep your account active if you want to keep that file accessible um, and I'm not going to cover all hosts here as well these are just some of the ones we're considering or have looked at or are just thrown around internally on our Slack channel. Um, one popular one that doesn't really work for us, but could work for other people, and, and I think has worked well for folks to, with great success, is something like simplecast.fm, where you've got a flat monthly fee. I think it's 12 to $15 a month. Um, integrated website, if you want to use their website, you can have the stats are provided as well, I believe. 
And you can also use it as a simp straight as a host, much like Libsyn, where you'd host your file with them for 12 bucks a month. Again, it seems to be, doesn't matter. I'm sure there's limits, upper limits, but it doesn't matter how many times your file gets downloaded. You're going to just pay the 12 or whatever dollars per month for your hosting. Um, and like I said, stats provided. It's not great for us at Good Stuff as a network, but because each show perhaps could, say, have their own account that we would then access and, and reference as a file. Um, and so then maybe that would work as a easy way to sort of distribute the costs of running a network where, you know, each show is just responsible for their hosting. That's something we've tossed around. Um, and, and that, you know, if they want to do a bunch of shows, like say, um, do a bunch of shows every day, let's say, then good stuff itself isn't, you know, it's not like this negotiation of like, well, our S3 costs are going to go up. So what's going to happen then? And that's sort of the struggle with, um, the struggle we found anyways with using S3. Um, recently, as of like just today, officially anyway, SoundCloud came out with their podcasting platform, and uh, it's been in beta testing. You've been able to request access to it for a while now, but uh, today apparently officially available, and uh, and they've they'd approached good stuff as well in, in the recent weeks, months, or whatever to uh, investigate using us using SoundCloud as a host, and and it's something we're certainly entertaining as well because it's. It's a. They've got a great-looking player. They're sort of new kid on the block and hungry to break into this market in a bigger way. They they've got some big clients, obviously things like Earwolf uh, Comedy Network, um, using them, and uh, their player works really well. If you want to embed, they're supported by uh, Twitter for native embedding as well as Facebook. So the player itself is just right there in Twitter timeline on uh, um, Twitter's native apps, the web apps, anyways. Um, I'm. I don't know where third-party support for that is is yet, um, but Facebook support is great. You can embed the the uh, SoundCloud player right in your um, Facebook stream or on a page, and works great. They're similar where flat hosting or flat fees. Basically, I think there's two tiers right now, uh, where either you have a sort of a lower file limit or basically unlimited, and then uh, and then stats are included. They've got um, apparently some even better stats coming sort of focused for podcasters that will uh, allow you to, yeah, just more details on your stats. Similar to what Libsyn would offer, I would guess, as far as stats and stuff like that. Um, the interesting thing with SoundCloud's um, platform, as opposed to something like Libsyn, is SoundCloud.com itself, as well as their SoundCloud app, is a social audio network of its own, right? And so by putting your stuff on there, it's kind of like YouTube is for Vimeo, or for video stuff where you... Um, you're just by purely by putting your stuff on their platform, you're increasing the potential of somebody tracking you down and listening to you because it might show up in your feed, just like, you know, Facebook likes or whatever and that kind of thing. And so just being on their platform, which is something we could, we will certainly be investigating just regardless of whether we sort of go all in, so to speak on SoundCloud, just in, uh, syndicating our, our content onto SoundCloud seems like a no brainer to do, um, and just have to work out costs, obviously, and stuff like that. But um, the player looks great. Commenting on the player is kind of neat. Um, it could be, this is, <laughs> I joked with Kyle Roderick, who does, like I said, our transmission, or does transmission the Internet Morning Show um, here on Good Stuff, that often if, right now, because of the daylight savings time switch, I can't listen live. And so I'm listening and kind of wanting to comment because they stream live in, in the chat room here at goodstuff.fm slash live. You can you know, give feedback, comment on the show as it's being recorded. Um, by using SoundCloud's player, you though, you, people who listen later can comment on the show at specific t- time codes 
and uh, reference, you know, as someone makes a joke, you can add a comment on the on the thing, which could get really distracting, or it could be really fun and interesting, and allows you to like as you're listening to this back, you could comment right now and say, "Hey, Chris, this is actually a dumb segment, and stop talking so much about this stuff, and get a guest on this show because you're rambling, or whatever, <laughs> whatever you might want to say." Um, so. That's some of the things that we're considering. The CMS itself is great. Like Tim, Tim, like I said, Tim Smith uh, custom built a CMS, um, and and is uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to where he's got that um, hosted that you can check it out. And if you're interested in um, using the CMS in itself, you can contact him to um, license it and check it out. Uh, TTimSmith.com/slash/CMS is where he's calling it, he's called it on air the CMS for podcast networks and uh, you can check it out it's what we're using here good stuff it's what relay.fm uses i think he's got a one or two other networks either in the works or are out using it and uh, yeah it works great and there's no real issues with it he's got uh, that we're having it's just like i said time to evaluate it's it requires uh Again, I'm speaking from the less technical knowledge here, but it does require a web host, obviously, just like any other website would. It requires a Heroku or something like that where you can run an app on and that costs a certain amount per month. Um, not huge fees there. We'd be in the $20 a month-ish kind of range, I think, for our Heroku uh, instance that we're using for that. But it allows you to, because it's custom and uh, and not say like something like a WordPress or Simplecast or whatever, simple, simple, simple. What did I say? Simple, simple. Yeah, Simplecast. <laughs> My brain got stuck. It allows you to um, just like ask and pay, obviously, Tim, to do something completely custom with it where like in our case, and I think Relay's case, you've got it hooked into a chat room. So it's grabbing show title suggestions and, and things like that. And a show bot that grabs... Um, title suggestions and allows people to vote on it and things like that. I, you have to talk to Tim as far as what's all included and things like that, but um, it's a great, if you want to check out how a custom CMS works, give that a try and get in touch with Tim there uh, over at ttmsmith.com slash CMS. I think um, the, the problem with, uh, with our current system is as, you know, as sponsors come and go, and we're using S3, we don't have a, re- a sort of set set um, fees. It's hard to know up ahead of time what our monthly costs are going to be with S3 because a show could get downloaded like crazy and then we have to pay for it. Um, and so it's I hate, that's what the internet is often, great sites and great things get killed because they get popular, right? And so I hate being dependent on that model for a show and having to decide whether we do a show or not and if it's popular, how are we going to pay for it? Whereas something like, so that's S3, right? And um, sort of the positive of big download numbers and the negative of big download numbers. And so um, a show like, a popular show right now, like Transmission, like I've mentioned a few times, records near daily, has great downloads, but it, and Kyle and Kenny are keen to do, like, like basically, like we said, near daily episodes, but then it costs us more money because they want to do more <laughs> more daily episodes and they get downloaded so much which is a good thing in podcasting, but also a bad thing in terms of finance. And so, and as, and sponsors don't necessarily come instantly when you have downloads. It's kind of like in aggregate over time, they'll come as you get more downloads, but that doesn't necessarily help you pay the bills now. And so there, 
that's a big brain dump of all the stuff that sort of goes on behind the scenes. Not all the stuff, that's just some of the stuff, but that goes on behind the scenes, running a podcast network and some of the things that we're changing or thinking about changing, discussing. Um, if you have comments, questions, concerns, I'd love to hear them. Chris at goodstuff.fm is my email address. I'm iChris on Twitter. Like I said, Show Me Your Mike has its own Twitter account, S-M-Y-M underscore F-M. Good Stuff has a Twitter account, Good Stuff underscore F-M. We're floating, hovering just near the 200 follower mark, I think, or maybe we just passed it. But if we haven't, I think you should follow Good Stuff underscore F-M so that we can push it over that 200 follower mark and have a little party. And uh, then uh, I'll be back next week with a guest, which you can be if you want, goodstuff.appointlet.com. You can find links to the, the various services and things I talked about in this episode at goodstuff.fm slash smym slash 83 is this episode number. That's all, again, stuff that's not to make this into an ad for Tim's uh, CMS, but that's one of the aspects of that's great about the CMS is that it's custom built specifically for podcasting. So adding new episodes, all that kind of stuff is geared for podcasts. You're not trying to sort of reconfigure and hack WordPress to be a word or a podcast CMS. It's that's what the CMS is built for is podcasting. So, all right. I've rambled enough probably. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time.